Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. All right, welcome. It's another day. It's another year daily scrum. I'm professional scrum trainer, Ryan Ripley. That gentleman over there is professional scrum trainer, Todd Miller. We're jumping right back into it today, all week, mm -hmm. every day, all day. It's about relationships. Mm -hmm. And today, Todd, we've got the product owner and developers. So the question is, and thank you to our, uh, there's a, a, a person out there who watched yesterday who corrected my grammar. And so this, today we're better. How do the product owner and developers collaborate? So thank you for that. Uh, I had does and now it's do. And now we know and knowing is half the battle. <laughs> I love it. We have a great, we, Todd, actually in the comments, we get so many great comments. And that was just one of the many great ones. Like and subscribe, leave your comments. Let us know what you think about these videos. What do you want to hear about next? Your ideas turn into future your daily scrums. It's pretty amazing. It's like magic. All right, Mr. Miller, yeah. product owner and developers, pretty important relationship here. Mm -hmm. How would you expect them to collaborate? Yeah, just, um, you know, for the record, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really digging this series uh, and exploring how these, these uh, interactions happen. I, I think that they're under-discussed and, and uh, we have some good ideas from a class here. Still not that we might add to or, or refine a little bit, but, you know, yeah. looking and thinking about how these roles collaborate, product owner and developers, you know, um, like uh, there's some good points on this board, right? They, they collaborate to reduce risk. To, um, to, to make sure there isn't rework, right? Um, there might be some timelines that they collaborate on if you have to ha come up with a release strategy or something like that. I really like this too, create the product backlog. Yeah. So yeah, the product owner is, is accountable for the product backlog, but why would you not involve the developers in that? There's so much stuff to consider there, right? The order of it, um, things that are happening there. Um, and oftentimes that'll happen in product backlog refinement where you might be creating or modifying. So yeah, that's, that's my first, my first look at this. What, what do you think? I, the value really stands out. Like how can we, how can we collaborate on value? How do we um, propose increases in value? You know, and I also see value in less rework. I'm a big fan of simplicity. The art of maximizing the amount of work not done is essential. I love that agile principle. 
And so I'm seeing some really like some great benefits here. You know, you mentioned risk reduction, less rework, increased mm -hmm. value, uh, a refined and well-understood product backlog. Man, these things, they sound like amazing things, but how many times do we run into um, classes where people are like, well, we don't want to work with the business every day. And we, we that mm -hmm. feels like too intrusive. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, this is, this is a critical relationship. It really is. It really is a critical relationship. And, you know, I, my eyes are starting to move over to what happens if they don't collaborate. Right. Um, yeah. And, and, and thinking about this death marches, right. Um, we, we talked about this in our book quite a bit. Thou shalt, right. The, uh, the product owner as the, yeah, as the, I forget what we call it the, with the gavel, right. Sprint goals aren't clear. They're not met. The product goal will be missed, or maybe you don't even have a product goal. Yeah. Um, no, no negotiation of scope whatsoever. You know, split, sprint planning turns into a, a thou shout. Mm -hmm. The product owner is saying, this is what you're going to do. Here's a sprint goal. Get to it. You know, and, and, and part of this activity, what I like when we run it in classes is I, I think people realize, you know, the developers are not the order taker for a product owner. And the product owner is not just at the beck and call of developers. Mm -hmm. Like there's this respect uh, element and this dynamic e equality in this relationship that really has to be respected. And, and actually it's really part of a scrum master's role to come in and foster that yeah. right? and make sure that this is happening because it's, it's not a one above the other or one is lesser or greater. There's this dynamic equality here that, that really the product owner and the developers, they really need to be on the same page. They need to collaborate frequently. Otherwise, look at the mess that just happens all over your product. Mm -hmm. Can can you actually ship if the product owner and the developers hate each other and refuse to work together, Todd? Yeah, very likely not. Or you can ship, just probably not what the customer wants. And yeah. you know, you you pointed out something there that I think is really important, and I'm, I'm going to kind of rehash it again. Maybe maybe change the language a little bit, but right these these are two different accountabilities with two very different perspectives. Yep. Uh, the product owner, as we, we kind of joke around, right, uh, wants more, right, is thinking customer first, thinking value, right? And that's all like is going your, through your mind when you're a product owner, right? More and value and ship it. And I want to test the market. I want to see what's happening here. Developers going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Quality. We got to build this thing right. Uh, yeah. We know there's going to be more stuff to it in the future. So we have to build it in a way that it's capable of that, right? And, and so um, that's like, there should be a good, healthy tension here, right? And I, I, and you pointed out too that the, the scrum master should encourage that, right? Uh, there's nothing wrong with tension in these conversations. It should it should just be healthy. And these are two very different accountabilities with two very different perspectives, but it's vital that they're collaborating, right? Yeah, and that healthy tension is directed at solving a problem, mm, not correct. directed at each other. Yeah, right? that's what healthy tension means. They're both focused on the problem, not on scoring points against each other. Yeah, 100 percent. Very important relationship here, Todd, product owner and developers. Let us know in the comments. What do you think? How do your product owner and developers get along? What do those relationships look like? What have you done to help foster and grow and improve those relationships? We'd love to hear about that as well. Does this provoke any questions about Scrum in general? Leave them in the comments. We'll turn it into a video. Um, like and subscribe, do all those great things. Todd, I should probably pull up the, the end screen. screen. There's all that stuff. The socials, we're pretty active on Twitter. I've been arguing lately. I shouldn't, but I do. Um, LinkedIn, pretty active as well. I'll admit we're a little old for Instagram. We're trying to figure it out. Uh, but be sure to like and subscribe. Check out the videos below. Leave us your comments. We'd love to know what's next. 
what's important to you. And uh, tell you what, we're going to go off and make some more videos. All of you have a great day. Do some great scrum. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.